the downtime podcast it's your guy hero man back again for another episode i got my guy you know the man of mystery you feel me i haven't spoken to this guy in a long time and y'all probably wondering where has he been well today we're gonna figure that out man welcome aboard my guy roshan bro yo hero my brother what's good it's good bro how you doing i'm good man just chilling yes it's it's been quite a long time since we had a conversation man yeah for sure man like i mean it's been almost like a like six seven months would you say uh, almost longer than that i feel like i don't know i, think, I think so man yeah i was saying like, like a, maybe a, a year plus or something yeah about so like i think or since the start of the pandemic 100 percent, man 100 percent. that's just wild it's wild it's wild um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah man it's um it's crazy i mean it's good to talk to you now and honestly before we get into Anything else if, before you kind of move forward? Um, I kind of just want to talk about how we met and stuff, our little origin story, you feel me? And I feel like our mm-hmm. origin story is kind of, it's pretty deep, you know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of go For sure, man. back into, like, the early day, the, literally, like, the first day. So, I'm going to let you kind of explain that. I'm going to, you know, tag in a little bit. So, I'm yeah, just want to yeah. take it away, bro. Go right ahead. Yo, first off, I got to mention this. You were definitely, by far, like along with Reed, my closest friends at, like, Glendon. It's, you have stuck by me from the very beginning, man. I owe it to you, right? Oh, I mean, man. like, no, it's on a serious note. And even the thing is, even, like, the past year or so, even though I, it's been, things have been hectic, I haven't been able to catch up with you as much, I really do miss hanging out with you, man. You're honestly one of the closest friends I've had in, at York, for sure. Hands down. So, I just got to pay respects to you first. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Oh, that means a lot, bro. Honestly, I can say the exact same about you. It's definitely a reciprocated kind of feeling because, you know, like in terms of like the people that I really mess with at Glendon and York in general, like out of all the people there, like you're definitely like up there by far one of the coolest people I've met. And the fact that we can come back to have just a normal conversation, a smooth conversation after a year of not talking, like that Mm -hmm. goes to show it really speaks on how um you know important this friendship is it mm-hmm. speaks on how it is genuine it is right like we're genuinely able for to just sure, come back sure. and just have a good conversation that like we boys you know what i'm saying so i definitely appreciate that bro no no problem man you we boys to the end fam. that's what it is 100 <laughs> bro 100 <laughs> percent. but yeah but man yeah. just um let's talk about like frustrating stuff man that first mm-hmm. day you know what i'm saying because like i feel like that was kind of monumental to me and i, I definitely can Oh. I can say the same for you, I think, right? For sure, man. Yo, that the way we met was mad jokes, okay? So <laughs> yeah. the thing is, like, I was coming in as like an older student, right? You know, like a transferred student coming from Brock to York. I was going into my third year. Uh actually, like to in, in all honesty, my fourth year and my third year it didn't really happen. And so I was coming in. I don't really know anybody there, right? And they got us sitting in these little circles, right? 
Oh, and yeah. what we were team we were team purple, right? That's what it was. Sir, team purple till we die, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, That's all I bleed purple. You call me Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yo, jokes is purple is one of my favorite colors, but still that that's a different fact. But Sir. but on real so like so they got us sitting in these circles. You know, we're all introducing ourselves, you know, with that awkward ice breaking game and whatever not, right? And then this man, this man comes up to me right after all that is done. He's like, the first question he asks is, <laughs> yo, fam, are you Sri Lankan? That's how we became friends. Because we were both Sri Lankan for some oh, reason. <laughs> I, bro, you know, so I remember we were going around the circle, had a little introductions, had, you know, the little icebreaker game. You know, everything yeah. was kind of, you know what I'm saying? I'm peeping everything, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm. sitting in the circle. I'm very observant. I'm like, okay, who can I really make a connection with right now? Because I feel mad uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, feel I feel like, yeah, because at the time, I felt like I was the only, like, Toronto person there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah, like, I was looking yeah. for that connection right off the bat. And then I'm like, yo, this mm. guy looks like he's kind of from here. Like, let me say what's up. And then like you said your name. And I'm like, bro, I saw this guy Sri Lankan or something. And I pulled up. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. I don't know why, bro. That was so funny, man. You know us Sri Lankans with our long ass last names, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> long as hell. That shit keep going. <laughs> For Can't sure, write it down bro. on no piece of paper. That shit stay no. keep going. You feel me? Yo, like, if it's less than 10 letters, you know it's not Sri Lankan. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent Yeah, man. That was that was very interesting. Right off the bat, man, I feel like we had you know kind of a lot in common i'm very like i'm thankful for the fact that i actually took the initiative to actually say mm-hmm. something because like i mean look where it's gotten us now you know what i'm saying for sure man yo i'm thankful that you came up to me man yo it was i was pretty i'm not gonna lie i was pretty shy even that time right i didn't know i don't know what to who to approach or who to connect with a lot of the people that i met there like you know i i didn't really know how to relate to them right off the bat yeah so it was it was nice to have someone who was willing to take the initiative to try to connect with me you know what you know what i'm saying so yeah, i no, really 100%. appreciate it for sure yeah no, for sure bro and i mean i it just you know the the good times just went up from there i feel like you know immediately after that we kind of met our little friend group and then everyone kind of got together mm-hmm, and i feel mm-hmm. like <laughs> the way we connected was you know you and you and the whip you know what i'm saying you in the car the rav4 you feel me let's let's Yo. speak on that bro let's speak on that a little bit let, let me tell you something so that year i had the rav4 the car yes, sir. Yes, that was sir. actually the first year that you know i even had a car i didn't have a car to drive around before that before that i was taking ttc and buses you know what i mean like you're yes, sir. mad sus but still like <laughs> y'all you, you, you know how the ttc shit but yeah that's a, that's a different story but that was so, that's was, a completely different story yeah for sure but yeah, it was my first year driving around to school and stuff because, you know, I lived mad far, like out in like almost Pickering. So it made sense for me to drive to school. And it was it was kind of nice, like, you know, having a whip, like, you know, it doesn't limit you to just staying on campus. You know, the problem with Glendon is that there was really not much around Glendon to do. Right. And so especially like, you know, when you're hanging out with your friends and all, you're like, you want to do something, you want to go places, you want to try go to restaurants you want to try new things you want to yeah. go yeah you know what i mean right so it was kind of nice you know having that whip it, it, like it was able it, it was good for all of us in the sense that you know we were able to do more crazier things in your art like technically your first year in my first year at glendon so yeah man like uh anything you want to put on that yeah no for sure i mean i think you kind of explained it pretty well like we were in a situation where you know we were getting to know everyone and stuff but then when you started getting to know our surroundings and realized there wasn't a lot around us <laughs> i mean 
you know, like I like Glendon, but like like you said, man, like if you're trying to have like a lot of fun and stuff, like there's only so much you can do on the campus itself once you've done everything. So straight yeah. up, your the campus is essentially just a high school in the middle of a forest. That's hey, yo, I'm not complaining, but at the same time, you you 100 right. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. I'm not complaining either. You know what, Glendon, um, I have to give Glendon this. Glendon has a very special vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, to be sir. honest, I think it's it's either you like it or you don't like it. Like everybody is pretty close knit. Everybody knows each other. Yeah. It's a very uh small very green environment there's a huge forest right behind glendon in fact yeah. part of the school is like in a valley like yo there's like a river that flows right through the middle of our school right the don river yeah, 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 yeah. so it's it's a pretty unique environment for sure um i mean yeah like it has its benefits i mean like yo everybody there was more or less lit like there wasn't really any negative attitude as okay well there was Okay, no, I, yeah, we can we can talk about that. Like, we can dive into yeah, that. Yeah, there was, there was. Like, but at least not in <laughs> at least not not as much in first year or second year. Even it was just you know as time went on, it, it slowly started to add up. But that's a different situation, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, for sure, man. I think that with Glendon and stuff, like like you said, it's a tight knit community, and that kind of fostered very tight knit bonds at the same time, which is right, very special. Right. You know, I remember one of like my fondest memories of first year was you know we were kind of all sitting in the breezeway um there was at least like 20 of us and we've all we all met like during frost week and stuff so we were still getting to know each other mm-hmm. but um we were playing cards and stuff you feel me and i remember i brought some of my friends from high school and we were just all five and i just remember like you know those ones where you have like that moment like almost like an anime tv show moment where like it's as if you're the main character and you kind of take a back seat and you kind of admire what's going on around you and you're like damn bro like you know what i'm saying like i had a moment like that fam. i was just like damn like, this is this is nice you know what i'm saying like, i can get used to this yeah i know man yo like it it was definitely nice for sure like you know i was coming from a pretty stressful environment back at brock so i mean you know it was really nice to like you know unwind and like you know not have to be as stressed and know that there was really accepting people here very very nice easily you can easily connect with people yeah no you know know, those late yo like we would play cards so like what like three in the morning (laughs) <laughs> like not just cards we Maybe just like do... four or five just talking yeah, you know what i'm saying for like... sure for sure we do a whole bunch of crazy stuff just doing that like that late man i remember we even had like uh uh we crashed at each other's like dorms back in the day oh that yeah was thing as I, well. remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. we used to i just remember my dorm used to just be like that the spot for like all mess to crash it was so much fun man. all right we, we got we got to we have to admit this okay your Sorry. dorm was in one of the best places to have a dorm, <laughs> right? It was that little High corner key. spot. High key. And you know, High we really key. did. We, we spruced it up a little. Let's, let's talk about the couch, man. Let's talk about it. Let's just have a conversation. Let's talk about Yo, it. Yo, that, <laughs> that was a hectic mission. I'll oh never forget God. it, bro. Yeah. So essentially, yo, to the viewers out here, right? So uh, my dad was throwing away like uh, a bunch of furniture, right? And you know, it's honestly, to me, the couch was still usable. It was not like unusable he was just getting a whole bunch of new furniture so i wanted to see if anybody was down to like have like a what was it like a two-seater recliner right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah two two-seater recliner for free right and so me and he was like yeah if you can get it here so then we were like 
crazy. We actually drove out to my house. I think it was raining too. Oh yeah, right? it was raining. Bad weather. It was pouring. Okay. In we Scarborough too. In Scarborough. Yeah, yeah, deep Scarborough, Malvern, and we we picked up the couch right outside my house, threw it somehow into my Rav Four, drove <laughs> all the way down to Glendon. And the thing oh, is, yo, uh, what, what was the, the the name? The name of the res was Hilliard, right? You were at Hilliard. No, right? Wood, Wood, we were at Shit, Wood, Wood is Wood is the other one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you were at Wood, and Wood does not have an elevator, I think, right? Like, uh, uh none of them do. I think they're low key planning on putting one in Hilliard, I believe, but I'm not too sure as to what the whole thing is with that. But no, Wood doesn't have an elevator, and the problem right. was. So it's pouring. Like I'm. A, let me let me interject. You yeah, yeah, me, yeah. Let me yeah. Get in on this. Say your piece. Um, say your piece. <laughs> nah, but bro, we literally like. Okay, so we get there. Like, okay, I'd say we we came back to Glendon with the couch at like one or two in the morning, right? Hmm. We get there and we're like, okay, let me think about this, right? I'm actually technically not allowed to have that in my room. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's not allowed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, how am I yeah. gonna sneak a whole ass couch past security? Walk it up the stairs because I'm on the third floor, mind you. You know what I'm saying? Third floor all the way at the end. Oh. And just let the, all the viewers way know, you know, just let the viewers know this is not a small couch. This is like it's a, not a small, full, no, it's, it's a, a full, full size couch. Ikea, Leon's, you feel me? Like we go on there, you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? It's, it's not yeah. even, yeah, it's, no joke around here, bro. Like that, it was a full on couch and we had to, I think we took it apart a little bit, right? Like we took it a into little, like four little. pieces, three or yeah. four pieces, something like that. But yeah, so we, we lucked out because the security guard for whatever reason was just not there. Yeah. So I unlocked the door. And this is at the front because we can't go through the side doors and stuff because it's past a certain time, right? So mm-hmm. I just remember, bro, <laughs> we, we, we got the pieces of the couch. We're walking it up. And back then, I was weak. You feel me? I was a little skinny on uh, the skinny side. I, I ain't work Yo, out like that. It's even me, man. Yo, that, that couch was heavy, bro. So now I'm we- saying that couch was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was uh, maybe rethink a lot. But like, yeah. yo, so we walking up the stairs. I remember... At one point, I'm like, bro, I'm gonna drop this shit. In my head, I'm thinking that, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep persisting. Exactly. You know I, mean? I remember I tried. It slipped out my hand. I've never heard like I never heard a louder noise in my entire life, bro. It like it pierced everything. You feel me? Like it was. Yeah. It was like, boom. I'm not and gonna lie. Just, yeah, so Yo, I remember scared. I was so scared. Scared at that point that like, someone's gonna come running down the stairs and see what we were doing. So what I'm <laughs> saying, because like we're literally moving a whole couch, and I remember it, we got like two of the pieces upstairs to my room and the third piece was like the biggest so i called my boy christian uh shout out mm. my guy real quick you feel me like mm. putting that Good work man. so my guy um so I called my boy up and then we um all together just lifted it up went to my room put it together and i, I appreciate that night and so we put it together and all of us were just like chilling like you were on the couch i was on my bed we were just chilling and we we're just talking like till like five in the morning or something mm. and then from that day on, my room was just this chill. So like, we didn't even go to the common room after that. Like, I had a common room. You feel me? Like, exactly. You had, had a couch. It was a big ass room. Yeah, it was a big ass room. Couch, table. I had my computer yeah. set up on one side. My bed on one side. I had a couch on one side, bro. It was lit. And it was like, you know what I'm saying? I had a little romantic vibe going on. I had the little lights. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The little artsy, like visco lights going on. You know what I'm saying? I have to say, I think you did that little art, like you know that like, what is this? It's like the Christmas lighting thing. Yeah, yeah. You you did that before it became like massively popular. I swear. Talk it was to like him. talk to him. Talk to him. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yo, like yes, sir. I, there people started doing that afterwards, but you were before all of them for facts. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah bro, that was that was such a vibe, man. I just remember, you know, like 
that that like was the catalyst for all of our adventures and all of our kind of just like talks and deep discussions like between mm. you and me and everyone in our immediate friend group and just everyone who came through to my room like man that was that was a good year bro honestly it was an amazing time yeah for sure man you know, it's definitely memorable for sure and how i wish we could go back to that right <laughs> simpler times it's way simpler times man yeah yeah man i mean speaking on simpler times and going bad let's talk about what's going on in the present man the pandemic the you know COVID-19 everything oh, that's going tell on tell me bro. about it um yeah I just want to ask you man like how have you been handling the pandemic how has everything been going on with you and just in general like how did that initially affect you all right so uh for the viewers who don't know so I actually work in healthcare right uh, as a part-time job so for me, I had a somewhat different experience than what uh, many of you may have had. So I, um, I work at CAMH uh, in the Emerge as a program assistant. Uh, the best way I could summarize what that job is, is essentially I'm like a nurse assistant, right? And so for me, um, before the pandemic, you know, that was just a part-time job. I'm not going to lie. It's not even a field I was studying. It's just a field that I've had a lot of interest in. And when I had an opportunity to work a job in it, I took it. And the thing is, before the pandemic, you know, school and everything was already tough. Finishing school was extremely tough afterwards, you know, having online school. Plus, I had to handle my new responsibilities at CAMH, uh, you know, screening clients, learning about different measures of COVID. I can tell you some of the craziness that went on in the hospital. I mean, if, if you all want to hear that type of stuff, what do you say? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, go for it, bro. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, about it. About it. all right. So, let me tell you. So, when the pandemic first began, okay. So, everyone who works there is just like you, okay. Like, they, a lot of them did not know what to do at first, right? The nurses or the doctors, right? Because no one had ever experienced something like this in the first place, right? right, right. Uh, and I mean, you know, we're first off, we're privileged. That's something we have to acknowledge, right? You know, like yeah. people in other parts of the world, they, they deal with this much more than us. And, you know, in fact, it's because of that, I'd say certain countries were more prepared than us. Than, like, for example, I could say in West Africa to like even in like places like India and stuff like that, they were definitely very much more prepared. They had the facilities to deal with COVID uh, right away, um, though, of course, it did affect them really hard eventually anyways. Right but uh, for us, you know, uh, because no one was prepared, you know, there was a point when we were wearing the, you know, the PPE gowns, we were yeah, wearing yeah. that for 12 straight hours oh inside God. the nursing stations and stuff. We, this only went on for like two, three weeks, okay? Right, and right. essentially, like, yo, we were getting cooked. Yo, if you've ever put on one of those things, mm-hmm. you know how hot that thing is, right? You don't even need My no goodness. jacket walking outside. Right. God, <laughs> right? bro. Yeah. So like, yo, we were, we were doing that. And then like, after a while, they realized that that wasn't really preventing anything. In fact, that was probably going to bring germs into like the COVID straight into like the nursing station stuff. So we had to stop right. doing that. Right, and right. afterwards, you know, uh, the clients I work with, right. You know, before uh, COVID uh, we had, we had our t- like, you know, typical retinue of cases, you know, from uh, like, you know, those who are suffering from depression to, to different mental health illnesses such as schizophrenia or like uh, borderline disorder and such and then we also had our like substance abuse cases however right. substance abuse has picked up like i'd say up to 200 percent right. in the pandemic right? right i've never seen this many substance abuse cases 
before the pandemic. Right. So, and that homelessness, um, like there's so many more homeless people in downtown now. That right. is another thing I've noticed that's picked up quite a bit. You know, CAMH, uh, some at times, like, you know, I love helping people, but at times it sometimes just feels like we're like a secondary homeless shelter at times because, you know, unfortunately all these people, they don't have a place to go. Right. And so where do they do? But they come to our hospital and, you know, even though like, you know, we're main, meant to be a hospital, we can't turn people away, especially people who are seeking help. So we do what we can, but our resources are stretched so thin. Meanwhile, like, you know, uh, our government is like, you know, they're just, you know, they, they have been pretty uh, ineffectual to say the least. Right. Yeah, I know for sure. I can. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole different. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole different. Yeah, I'm not gonna go that deep into that, but you know, I think I think the viewers know what I'm trying to say. But (laughs) you know, I mean, but yeah, man, you know, but like at least from a work point stand uh, point of view, like you know, things are tough for sure. Like you know, yeah, I I deal with a lot of personal stress as well, and then dealing with the stresses at work as well. It just makes things very difficult you know um outside of work right like uh because that's the other thing like because it's there's a lot of stress a good number of employees also like you know left for covid or they got covid and they couldn't work and so on and therefore like the employees that were left behind had to handle those responsibilities right right. you know i get called in for more shifts than i'm assigned for mostly because you know they need people to be able to work those shifts on certain days And, you know, it takes up a lot of my time and my mental energy as well. It's very stressful. I was going to say, I was going to ask you, actually, like, how does that, obviously, you're working with people who are going through things, you know, going through their own personal struggles, and you're trying to be there to help them. But how does that affect you with your personal struggle? Like, you, I mean, you're kind of already highlighting that, like, I would assume that that kind of just contributes to it as well, right? Like, you want to be there to help people, but like, how can you... How have you been able to be there to help yourself during times of like high stress, including school and other stuff, you know, with that whole situation? You know, don't even get me started on school, man. I feel like school really doesn't understand the mental <laughs> health needs of students. This is on a yeah, serious fact, right? For sure, for sure. Like, I mean, okay, to be fair, I'll say this. There are certain professors and certain people within the administration that do understand. I have to give 100%, them credit. 100%, right? 100%. They do understand, but... I think the system as a whole could like definitely do better with like being able to handle the stresses that students go through. Right. I, you know, like, I agree. hundred percent. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. Like uh, how many of you hate like, you know, <laughs> studying from home actually, well, you know what? Some people like studying from home, right. Just for me, like, you know, I'll tell you this, I'll, I'll openly say it out here. I have like ADHD. So it's mad difficult for me to like stare at a computer screen and not be tempted to open a new tab to like go search up YouTube or right. something. You know what I mean? Right. For so sure, it's very, for sure. so it's very hard for me to like study from home. So it was very difficult for me to the last few months before I graduated uh, yeah. to get through school. Yeah. So that, that for sure was like uh, hard, hard for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, procrastination is definitely real at home, bro. Like, no, I, yo, I, I'm, I'm definitely not guilty of that as well. Hundred <laughs> percent, yo. Look, I'm not gonna say that you know I didn't procrastinate before COVID. I definitely yeah, procrastinated yeah, no, before sure. COVID. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But the thing is, it just made things much worse. The thing is, before when I procrastinated, I'd still make sure that I got everything done, even if I was like rushing my ass off at the last right. moment. I'd still make sure, right? 
right, right. but you know during with covid it was so hard to meet deadlines to do this uh to get help to get help for your assignments and stuff mm-hmm. that was very difficult on the school end of things for you sure. know beyond beyond like so like that was very stressful for sure beyond the school the school and stuff i already spoke to you about work yeah. um you know in my own personal life man i like you know it's also when you don't get a chance to see your friends as often that's another thing you know i should have brought that right, up as well right? right yeah like for example yo hero right yeah. honestly i swear to god if it wasn't for covid i would have tried my hardest to chill with you as much as i can like you know what i mean it just, yeah for sure but it goes both ways man you know what i'm saying it goes yeah. both ways it's, it's unfortunate it's just, we're not able to like meet up we're not able to do the things that we've been planning to do and stuff it's very unfortunate but i mean yo, and it's yeah, it's all I mean, definitely man yo and even like when you think about it right like it doesn't help that you know not only can't we not meet as often right yeah. everything is also closed so even yeah. if we did meet there's, there's nothing, nothing to, to really do. do exactly yeah it's, no. it's, it's, it's tough yeah 100 percent. right yeah no so, it's, it's 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 very unfortunate i think that you know in terms of like personal relationships you know i feel like i can speak for a lot of people almost everybody like i think there's definitely a strain there right not being able to see people not being able to do certain things with people not being able to just be there and just be present in the moment doing just having fun and stuff right in terms of like just being at home homeschool studying and like going on your computer every day waking up for class like like okay like it has its benefits it's like you don't have to commute you don't gotta pay for transit you don't gotta worry about mm-hmm. winter weather you don't gotta worry about certain things but at the same time when your home environment and your school environment become one environment it's very hard to disassociate you know what i'm saying it's very hard to kind of remove yourself from okay i'm done school now let me quote unquote chill or okay let me stop chilling let me go back into school mode you know it's very hard to do that when you're in the same environment as mm-hmm. your home right so i feel like that definitely adds the stress and you know procrastination and stuff and that can add to like you know pressure with the friends and stuff too bro like i feel like sometimes i'll be so like consumed by school or consumed by my own personal projects that i just like forget about messaging people i would like Mm. i literally have dms and stuff that i haven't opened for like weeks you know what i'm saying it's just like i don't want to do stuff like that Mm. but it's just like it's you you can't help it you know what i'm saying that's just the way it is right now and i know that's i I know that's the reality for a lot of people yo definitely man i can't even blame you you know that's definitely been the case for me you know i i want to make as much time for all my friends as i can i I care about a lot of people out there i want to be there for them and everything but it's so hard when like you know every time you try to make time for somebody yeah like for example either work comes up or school comes up or something else comes up like you know regular life throws its random bs at you you got to deal with that and then even beyond that like now you can't even enjoy the small things that you had before, right? You can't go out, you can't yeah, go to buy these things, do these things. You know, half the restaurants you know in your area are closed down too. So like permanent not, too. Not even yeah, for sure. permanent. Yo, yeah, the interesting stat I'll throw out there. I think any anywhere between 30 to 40 percent of most uh restaurants in downtown Toronto are closed currently. It's crazy. Right? Some of them yeah. are permanently closed. So I mean, it's it's insane. It's insane so uh yeah man. like i mean it's it's very it's very hard on your psyche you know i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you guys one thing so i actually decided as a way of being able to remove some stress off my job to take a second job may know most people will be like well wait what is not going to add some stress to you so here's here's the point i'm trying to make so 
obviously I got bills to pay. I have to make money as well. But at the same time, I don't want to have to deal with all the stresses that Kamich throws at me, you know, from all the different mental health stresses, like, you know, yeah. uh, people coming to you, telling you and like pouring their heart out about all their hardships. I love being there for them. But sometimes how can you be there for someone if you can't, you know, be there for yourself? Right. Yeah. 100%. And so 100%. So because of that, I decided that, you know, I'm going to cut back a little from Kamich. I'm going to work a second job, which is much more chill. And, you know, the interesting thing, it's also to do with COVID. So I actually work a second job currently, uh, you know, as a, for a charity, like uh, in Mississauga, yeah. where I'm essentially like uh, teaching uh, like, like old age, old um, people in old age homes about COVID, uh, giving out supplies and being there in isolation centers, talking to people, helping them get through their uh, time while they're in isolating and stuff. So it's a little bit more relaxing. You know, yeah. I think I think that some at this point in time, here's a word of advice that I think that everybody should do. You know, they should find a way to obviously manage your life, make money, do whatever, but also do something that you like, you know, helps you, you know, like cope through this. Right. For me, I want to help be people. Present, right? like helps you for sure. Kind of, yeah, for sure. I want to help people, but I don't want to overdo myself you know what i mean if i overdo myself you know i'm not helping anybody (laughs) because at that point like yeah like like i said before you can't help somebody else if you can't help yourself right yeah no i can definitely see you know see the merit behind that because like how can you you know give someone something you have nothing left to give right how can you Mm -hmm, push yourself beyond the limit like that you know you, you can't do that it's it's all a matter of just you know, I think that's a big thing that I, and you know, you and I talked on the phone the other day and we were kind of, you know, mm-hmm. talking about stuff of this nature. Like, you know, it's it's very hard to have a balance of everything, right? You want right, to be able right. to socialize, you want to be able to work, get money, um, focus on your craft, the things that you do outside of school, school itself, and then manage your stress and the things that go on within you. And it, it's very hard to balance all mm-hmm. of these different factors when, you know, everything is moving at the same speed and everything keeps moving forward. You don't have time to pause anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you, what you said, I, I, I definitely agree with in terms of find something that you can do mm-hmm. that kind of just helps you get back to you. You know what I'm saying? Get back to what you know, mm-hmm. get back to yourself, be more present in the moment. Like mm-hmm. that's playing video games, do that. That's video you know, games. Yeah, if that's watching TV, do that. If that's going for a walk, do that. And, you know, if that's, it doesn't matter any activity, exactly. right? In your case, I mean, bro, kudos to you. You're able to work another job and that's that's your kind of stress reliever in that sense. Like, that's that's amazing, bro. And I respect it because, like, bro, I can see that you're very active in your community and you're definitely making an impact, especially, like, for people during hard times like this. So I, I have a lot of respect for that, bro. I'll tell you I appreciate something. that. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that as well. And I appreciate the work you do, right? You know, like you have this podcast out here, you know, being there to give advice to people, like to help people during this hard time. That's very respectable work. I have to say that back to you, right? Oh, I appreciate uh, that, bro. No, but uh, I'll tell you this, okay? I think the another reason I like to work like that is because I hate staying at home. You know, yeah. I think that's another thing that, you know, a lot of people I think could agree with me about this. Like, I mean, you know, staying at home, like during a normal year, okay, staying at home, like, you know, a couple of days, you know, that's fine. You know, people like that because then it gives them a break from their regular life. Right. But staying at home for a year, I don't think anybody uh, wants that. <laughs> I'm not that at all. Yeah, no one wants right? that. Right. So yeah. it's kind of nice for uh, at least, you know, to be able to go out 
still interact with people right. here and there, right. you know, still get a breath of fresh air and stuff like that. Right. Right. That's, right. I think that's definitely something that's very helpful that I uh, suggest everybody should, should do, you know, like don't just coop yourself up at home, you know, find something to do, keep yourself active. You will definitely feel more purpose and feel more, I guess, satisfied with like, you know, your life in general, especially under COVID. Right. Yeah, of course, bro. It's, it's, hey man, it's, it's, it's a lie, man. It's, it's definitely lie. And it's definitely, and I kind of want to transition into this kind of, yeah, focal yeah. point of topic um in terms of just like like you know we're kind of discussing covid we're, we're discussing what we do to kind of cope and stuff um mm. you know what's one thing you realized about yourself what's one thing that kind of changed within you like throughout this whole situation what's one thing that you realized that damn i need to do this and then what, what did you do to do that you know what i'm saying like what is that one thing for you because i feel like a lot of us have had that experience mm. you know what i'm saying especially like now so I'm going to say this, like, you know, when you're stuck at home for a long time, it gives you a lot of time to think, right? And yeah. it gives you a lot of time to self-reflect. And I realized that, you know, uh, before COVID, in all honesty, I still had the mentality of someone who was 18 uh, when I was like 24, 23, when this thing whole started, right? Yeah. This whole thing started. Um, and I realized that, you know, I needed to really get my life together yeah. to, uh, you know, prepare to be like an adult be ready for post-covid life right and right. so i really started to take you know um uh, everything around me really seriously i finally started to save up enough money to start investing mm -hmm. to think about you know like uh, my future and like you know like all the things i might want to do i started yeah. planning my future out my life out i think that covid has that's the one I don't want, I don't know, maybe can I say positive that I've had throughout this whole experience where I've had an opportunity to, you know, plan for my future and give myself this time, like to make use of this time, all this time yeah. I'm staying at home. Like, sure. I mean, y'all, I'm not going to lie to you. I love like, you know, playing games, doing crazy shit, you know, chilling with the homies. But then I also realize that you know, I also want to be productive. Uh, maybe I'm just, I'm just that type of guy. I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And so like, I've come to the point where I realized, you know, I'm going to use this time productively. Yeah. And I realized that for me, um, you know, like pushing myself right now while everything is tough, getting everything in order, it will pay yeah. out in the long run. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's something that's definitely changed about uh, me for sure. Yeah. Um, I could say, yeah, I'm definitely more mature, more, uh considerate more uh, i i would definitely say this covid has really taught me a lot about myself right. and the world right so that is all true um beyond that i mean i've taken this opportunity to like you know be more open to new things to uh new, like you know try to talk like spend as much time you know trying to reconnect with my friends nowadays now i'm trying to do that mm -hmm. right yeah. I'm trying to call people up like for example you i'm trying to i'm trying to like you know get back into everything so i don't know i don't know what else to say man it's just what it is no yeah. that's great man that's great and i mean you know throughout our conversation yesterday and even right now i can definitely see that you've definitely taken a step forward and you've definitely matured and you've definitely you seem like you've been through a lot and you seem like you've did a lot of you know self-reflecting and stuff so i I'm happy that you've been able to, you know, kind of 
well then and i think one thing that stuck out with me in terms of what you were saying was the whole thing with just like looking to your future and um you know planning your future and just seeing where you want to be at and putting in the work now to kind of get there you know mm. i feel like i'll be very honest with you man like mm. the first you know two or three years of like university like i feel like i was really just like living in the moment which is not a bad thing necessarily i think I that's like what was, everybody does yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just i feel like i was living in the moment i was feeling i feel like i was just you know wanted to go to parties wanted to just have fun do this do that and i think i was really neglecting like my own path you know what i really wanted to do in life yeah and i feel like the pandemic is you know giving me the necessary pause in life to kind of just you know regroup and understand what i want to do with my life and understand mm-hmm. what i need to do to accomplish that so i think that's one thing and you know i know you can relate because you kind of already saying stuff like this like i think that's uh-huh. one thing i'm very thankful for because it's just like now i'm kind of on my purpose on my path and i understand what mm-hmm. i want to do and what i need to do to get there you know and i feel like you know and i and yeah. honestly yo you have like cl- clearly you can show for it right like look at look at the effort you've done you know in the in the months that i haven't been able to see, speak to you i speak to you and all of a sudden you have a podcast all of a sudden you know your music career like you know starting to get a little better you know you're you uh, no, I appreciate yeah, that, bro. no man yo like it's impressive it's straight up impressive right like i mean uh, don't let anybody ever tell you down that it's not impressive that is impressive right oh, i appreciate you know, that bro 100 for sure 100%. man yo you're about to finish school and you know what i'm a transition as well yo you're also trying to be vp athletics this year is that right <laughs> hey man we're we gonna talk about like that okay okay let's yeah, talk about yeah. that let's talk about yeah that. Okay. yeah yeah okay <laughs> uh, damn i didn't know we were gonna go and say like okay I mean, let's talk about that yeah Yeah, no, for sure, bro. There's, I mean, there's a lot of things that I do want to accomplish if I do get elected. So, I mean, first and foremost, you know, I am going to be running for VP Athletics this year for the GCSU. Um, it was a big decision for me, you know what I'm saying? I just really want to make a difference, you feel me? Especially coming mm-hmm. off the hectic year that we had. So, I mean, I think the number one thing in terms of the role that I do want to accomplish is, you know, organizing intramural sports to a high, high level, high degree. We have tremendous athletic talent at our school and i want to be able to highlight that i want to be able to put y'all on the map to put y'all in a position where y'all can win where y'all can showcase your talent because there's so there are so many talented people at our school in terms of sports and stuff and i feel like it's very hard for them to get recognition because we're at glennon and stuff but no 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 we're gonna we're gonna go straight to kill we're gonna do what we gotta do and we're gonna get some you know what i'm saying we're gonna get some wins um and not even just at kill you know what i'm saying i feel like i want to have in-house competitions at Glenn. So I'm talking three-point basketball shooter. I'm talking a soccer shooter. I'm talking skills challenge. I'm talking stuff like that that we can do for prizes in our school today, right? To focus on what we got at school. We don't need to always go to Kiel. We don't need to always do that. Let's do stuff at our school at Glenn. You know what I'm saying? Build that kind of team spirit. Build that kind of campus energy. That's what I want to do. Um, in terms of not even just athletics, though, like I really want to focus on you know, mental health. I think that's a big thing that I've kind of learned about myself throughout quarantine. And I feel like a lot of y'all can relate to me on that. Um, you know, mental health is very important. I feel like with VP athletics, like I want to be able to make sure y'all are good on that side of things, but I want to make sure y'all are good on the mental health side of things as well. So I want to set up conversations with counseling at Glendon, right? I want them to come through, talk about the resources that they offer and the things that y'all can take advantage of. 
I want to set up conversations with everyone else too. Let's just have an open group conversation. We can just sit down in a room. Let's just all talk about what we go through and talk about the things that you might have questions about and just have a conversation within us. Build that sense of community, build that sense of trust within us, right? And also the last thing I want to do is I want to have a safe place um, for men to talk about the things that they go through. You know, a place where we can all just gather around, come through and just talk about the stuff that we might not necessarily be comfortable in talking about. You know what I'm saying? Things that we might not be able to say regularly because we're too scared to say it because we're not, we're not sure if we're allowed to say stuff like that, right? I feel like there's a big stigma around mental health with men and stuff because we're supposed to be providers. We're supposed to be all these tough guys, you know, have everything all together and stuff. But like, that's simply not the case. And I feel like I want to develop a safe place for us to come together and talk. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to, you know, run in the election. I'm excited to kind of take on this position if I do get elected. So if you know if i vibe with what y'all want to do and stuff if that vibes with you i you know i implore you and i encourage you to come out come out and vote and um yeah thank you for you know what i'm saying listening to what i got to say you were honestly man if i was at glennon I'd definitely vote for you. Like, you <laughs> definitely that, have my vote, man. I mean, Thank you, man. You know, that means a lot to me. Hey, man. Glennon, be blessed to have you as athletic, um, VP Athletics, for sure. Right? Thank you, bro. No, I appreciate that. I, I really hope I'll, you know, I get the opportunity to do so because I feel like there's yeah. a lot of things that I do want to change and a lot of things that yeah. I want to kind of talk about. And, you know, speaking of things that I want to talk about, I kind of want to get into this little topic of self-improvement in general. because I feel For like, sure, you know, for sure. For myself, I've been able to kind of really discover so many different techniques and so many different practices that have helped me throughout like these turbulent times. And I kind of want to just, you know, share what I've been going through. And I kind of want to get your insight to learn from you as well. Right. Um, yeah. Learn from each think, other. Yeah, exactly, bro. I think the main thing for me has been meditation, man. You know, um, mm. it's definitely one of those things where at first when I heard about it, I think, you know, I've, I've always heard about it, but I feel like I've, I've, my interest peaked a little bit last year. You know, one of my friends said, giving me a book about meditation and stuff like that and i just you know during quarantine i had the time started reading it and a lot of the things kind of resonated with me you know and then i started mm. doing it like every night started doing it every morning and then you know as the weather's been getting better mm-hmm. started doing it outside in nature at the park and man it's really been helpful for me personally bro um i kind of want to hear your take mm. on it though what's up what's up with you and meditation dog you know honestly i you're not the first person who's told me that meditation has helped them I've heard that from many other people. I have a lot of friends who've tried it during quarantine. And honestly, it really does make a difference, right? You know, I've been trying to get into it, but I'm not going to lie to you. I I still have a long way to go until I'm like fully into it, into it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I guess I'm just at that point where I don't know how to start. You know what I mean? Like, do I just like, you know, how about this? Why don't you tell me, how does one get into meditation? Like, you know, like, think of me as someone who's just trying to learn, right? What do you right. think? I, I mean, I think the number one thing, like, I'm, before I even say anything, like, this is just my own personal experience. This is just what I've learned from my mm-hmm. own research and my own findings and stuff. I am, like, just, this is just like a, you know what I'm saying? A little mm. side note, I'm not a professional at all. Um, I'm still <laughs> learning myself. Yeah. But I mean, I, don't I think any the main thing, that. yeah, I think the main thing that I can say is that there's no right way to do it. You know, there's no mm, okay. step-by-step manual way to kind of do it. It's all about just like 
the base practice and what you can adapt from that and take away from that that can work for your situation mm-hmm. right there's so many different ways people do it there's so many different times they do it there's people listen to music like listen to nature sounds they might not listen to anything they might be lying down standing up sitting down outside inside you feel me? there's so many different factors that can play a part and i feel like the main thing is just try a, a bunch of different things you know try right doing right with, with you know nature sounds try doing it without it try doing it with light music maybe no music try doing it lying down sitting down you know doing it on a pillow on the floor outside you know what i'm saying there's so many different factors you know? just you try a whole a, bunch of different ways you do it on a mountain you feel me on a volcano you know what I'm saying? <laughs> i don't know if you're gonna mo- meditate on a volcano but <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I get you fam yeah it's just, <laughs> you never know you never someone probably did it already someone's probably doing for it sure right probably probably man yeah but yo you know yeah. you're definitely insightful fam. like i mean I'm not gonna lie. Like, honestly, meditation is something that I haven't really tried per se, but you know, it's something that I'm definitely down to do in the future. So I right. think that you know, I, I've heard it enough times that it seems like it really does help. Right? All right, the people right. I know who've tried it have only come back to me saying with that good results, like you know, them feeling calmer inside, more at peace with themselves. Mm-hmm. So definitely something I'd want to do for me. Um, one of my techniques at calming myself down, you know, like, you know, being very like de-stressing myself and stuff is, uh, going out for jogs and running. I've actually started running quite a bit. I never used to run like this, um, before COVID, but, uh, I actually, uh, I go for runs almost every other day now. Right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So it's a, it's a new thing that I picked up during COVID. Because I want to keep myself fit, but at the same time, like, you know, it's kind of nice to be outside, you know, listening to a little bit of music, going for a little bit of a jog, come back, you feel like, you know, you've actually like worked out, you're, and at the same time, anything that you were stressed about right beforehand, you know, it flows out of you as you're jogging your way through. It's it's definitely something that I find that really helps me, right? Mm. So that's something I've been doing. Uh, I've definitely been, I've, I've started getting back into working out. I mean, nice. working out is honestly, again, another good stress reliever. It's you know, every time. 100% agree. For sure, for sure. You know, every time you feel very, like, you know, emotionally conflicted, any, you're just like stressed or overwhelmed. Yep. You know, just take some time, go out, work, work out, burn off all that energy. Yep. It, you would definitely you for one you, you'll you'll be healthier and you'll feel better about yourself yep. and two like at the end of the day it helps it really does help right get rid of all that stress and problems right so that's oh, another thing yeah, that i've facts. been doing right mm-hmm. um i mean beyond that like i can also say that you know i also use the motto that you know uh like another stress relieving technique that i have is that I always remind myself that you know no matter how hard something is right now, uh, there's always going to be something better on the other side. You know, karma works two ways, right? Just because yes, you go through a whole bunch of bad stuff now doesn't mean that you're going to still keep going through bad stuff in the future. 100%. You know, there's, it's life is a, it's a balance, you know, yin and yang. There's always going to be something good that comes right after all this bad, right? It's just that you just got to push through. That's all, honestly, all it is. You know, if you have a mentality that tells you that you're, I'm always, I'm going to eventually get through all this struggle. I'm going to get through all this, all these problems. 
at the end yep. of the day, there's going the, the like you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. You you will definitely make it. It's all about it's a mentality at the end of the day. You have to tell yourself it's not the end. We can push through this. It's not. This is not like there's always a way to get through all these problems for sure. Always a way, and yeah, no, I honestly, man, that all of that was very inspiring because I definitely, you know, I feel the exact same way, and I've definitely been on the same type of time as of late. Like, you know what, bro? It's mm-hmm. like it's all about setting your intentions. You know what I'm saying? It's all about mm-hmm. manifesting certain things in the sense that, okay, you know what? Just say it to yourself. Okay, I'm going through something pretty bad right now. It definitely sucks, but I'm gonna keep my head up. I'm gonna let my body feel what I have to feel, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna put in the work so that I can come out on the other side better than before. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a firm believer in that in the sense that everything that life throws at you, good and bad, it's always a learning experience. It's always something to gain from. You feel me? Like you don't, mm-hmm. you go through things and you get out the other side different. You learn, you understand better. You yeah. Feel me? And for me, it's just like, set your intentions, set what you want to do in life. What do you want to do in one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, 10, 30 years? You feel mm-hmm. me? Where do you want to end up? And then put in the work and have a positive outlook on stuff. Like, okay, you know what? I'm putting in the work. It might not happen today. It might not happen tomorrow, but I'm getting to where I want to get to. And I might go through things that suck. I might get, mm-hmm. you know, hit with some wild circumstance. I might, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. things might happen. But at the end of the day, I'm going to keep moving forward. You know? I feel like that's the that's biggest right, thing. I think just saying it out loud to yourself can be, like, the difference between being complacent and being mm-hmm. productive you know what i'm saying i feel like wow. saying that stuff out loud has been like for me personally just doing that for myself being honest with myself and saying things out loud to myself so i can hear it mm-hmm. and register it i feel like that's been the biggest thing for me it's been honestly a game changer bro yeah some, sometimes you just gotta be real with yourself you know what i mean you know, yeah. sometimes like if you like you can't like you know that's that's another thing you were talking about creating safe spaces for men before right yeah. i'm gonna mention this you know sometimes you know as like as a guy right uh actually you know what i'm not gonna leave my ladies out of this i think this can apply for everyone right sometimes right i think that you know some people feel like it's better to just let ignore the problem or just not think about it or not even talk about it not not try to deal with it right you know while in the moment that might seem like the right thing to do because you know it's better to not think about an issue than to deal have to deal with it you know sometimes just like you said just saying it out loud and just being like you know what i'm gonna get through this this is a definite 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 issue i'm dealing with definite problem that i have to get through but you know what at the end of the day i'm gonna punch right through it i'm gonna get right through it and i'm gonna make sure that i'm happier and i'm better on the other side you know what i mean exactly you, just you saying that can give you so much motivation because it's just like you for said sure it, you won't go do it you know what i'm saying it's okay i said that shit now i'm gonna put in the work so i can say it at the end of it you feel me so i can get there exactly it's just like it's, it's very and you know it's not something that i've perfected at all it's easy because like sometimes i'll be like damn like i am down bad or i'll say it but it's just like and one thing bro my shout out my guy big sean bro i saw an interview mm. he did and one thing that he said really stuck out to me was the whole thing about owning what you say like you can right, say to yourself, right. like, you know what, I'm not feeling good, I'm not, I'm down bad, or I'm down this, but it's just like, don't own that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Don't internalize that and be like, damn, I am down bad, because then that's going to leak into everything you do. My whole thing yeah. is like, acknowledge how you feel, acknowledge where you're at, but don't own that necessarily. You feel me? Own the good, mm. be like, you know what, bro, like, I do feel kind of bad, I do feel kind of like uneasy mm. or anxious, 
but I still feel good inside because I know what my intentions are. I know where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You know, props to Big Sean for saying that. Man. Like at the end of the day, you know, like it's a hard thing to say, but it's true. We do need to own it, man. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just, you know, I think that definitely like that's another thing. A lot of people have that thing where sometimes they might feel a bit of doubt with them. You know what I mean? That yo, can I get hey, through this? All the time, right? bro. 100%. Can can is this something that I can handle? Am I really capable? You know? Yeah. I say, you know what? Don't listen to those doubts, man. At the end of the day, I like to think of it this way, right? You know, life, you know, life has its ups and downs. Okay, there is going to be a moment when you're going to fail at something, right? But just because yeah. you fail at it once, it doesn't mean for one, it's the end of the day, or two, you won't succeed the next time you try, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, at the end of the day, if you if you keep pushing through. You know, maybe you'll succeed. If you don't succeed here, you'll succeed at something else, and you know, you'll eventually still make it. That's honestly right. all you have to keep remembering at the end of the, uh, in your heart. You know, right. like there's a there's another life model. I told you this yesterday. This is something I keep very dear to me. Right. Right. I personally like to give myself what I consider impossible goals, mm-hmm. just because I know that even if I get halfway there. I have achieved something, you know. Yep. I have achieved something that I didn't. I might not have expected to achieve when I first started, you know, trying to get to those goals. Right. 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 Like, it's not about you know like getting right to that destination. It's about putting that effort, get you know working toward getting to whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, it's about the journey. It's about. You know, the sure. journey to get to that one goal and then you end up finding five different goals. You feel me? What, what's that I'm saying? Sure. It's just like, aim for the moon, you miss, you might hit a star or some shit. You know <laughs> On some corny yeah, type no of one time. said it better, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's the same premise, right? It's just like, hmm. in your head, you might think, okay, I want this, this, and that. But then you end up going through it and then five years later, you might be like, damn, I got that, that, and this instead. You exactly. Know what I'm and you're so happy for, with that. For my anime fans out there, essentially the plot of One Piece <laughs> i need to catch up on that all my boys are telling me to start it bro i haven't started it all i ain't gonna lie it, yo it's a fire anime it's long as hell i'm not gonna even lie to you like you know you better have time to spend yeah it's isn't like it like two thousand or something episodes on some shit not even it's gonna go past that bro <laughs> oh my god dog yo but it's worth it it's worth it it's a very deep story and that's right. the whole plot of it right like you know they're all trying to get to this one destination but right. it's all about the stories that happen in between you know what i mean that's what so, makes you as a person right like exactly i, I mean speaking so. of anime bro i was gonna i was gonna i ask a lot of people this question <laughs> do, you know what i'm saying do, do, do you watch attack on titan yo i watched attack on titan way back in the day way you don't watch it anymore i do i do but i i'm not gonna lie to you but i haven't caught up to the latest season oh my god come on bro you gotta uh, you gotta catch up bro it's getting kind of wild now i like yeah getting um, it's it's i would avoid all social media and like mm. i think the latest animes mm. i've watched is i i've started watching castlevania and i just finished demon slayer I, well not really finished but i've caught up to where the episodes are coming up but yeah, demon slayer was so fire bro that's a sick anime for sure for sure but uh yeah you know what yeah i, I better get back on attack on titan still Hundred <laughs> percent, but you know, demon, yeah. demons, they are, demons, they're just beautiful, bro. That's all I can say. Like the animations are so clean, bro. Oh my god! Yeah, I god. know. Yo, that story is deep, fam. 
That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. Do you remember that yeah. one scene with the, with, the, with the girl? I forgot her name. Like, uh, Tanjiro is practicing his like total concentration breathing on the roof, mm-hmm. and that girl was beside him like, Mashimash. <laughs> you remember that? Like, yeah. You remember that shit? Yo, I remember, man. Like, it's like, was that the uh, the bug lady? What's it called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, like, she's the one who tried to kill his sister in the very beginning, and then she turned around. <laughs> she ended up helping him eventually. Yeah, that, I'm telling you, right? If I'm him in that situation, and she pulled up on me like that, I, I probably wouldn't be able to speak. I'd be too like, you what? Know what I'm saying? Like, you feel what I'm oh, saying? Really? I'd probably be like, down. like, wow, like you're, you know what I mean? Like, wow, <laughs> like bro, like my cheeks would be blushing and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, that, that's the god <laughs> you, kid. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like yo, that's me, but yo, don't let anime take you that way, fam. <laughs> no, 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 it ain't like that. Though. It ain't like that. Shut <laughs> up, no, 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 it, it ain't that. No, come on, man. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm I think kidding. I watch hentai or something. Huh? Bro. No, bro, chill, chill. I'm, I'm joking, man. No, <laughs> I didn't oh. mention it. You said it. Man. Hey, man, no, that's definitely not where my head's at. <laughs> definitely not where I'm trying to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here talking about meditation. This is, and I end up here. No, 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 that's not where I'm at. I no, definitely you, not. Definitely not. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh man! Um, but yeah, yeah, back to back to back to everything. Yeah, bro. Honestly, man, I think that you know, um, quarantine has definitely changed a lot of people, and I feel like a lot of people for the better, man. And I'm very happy to, you know, having this conversation with you and all the my previous guests and even people who I've talked to off air and stuff, just in my regular conversations day to day. I'm just proud of everybody, man. I'm really proud and happy that people are starting to come into their own and people are starting mm-hmm. to grow. So that really makes me happy. You feel me? Just seeing people like overcome the things that they go through and stuff, become the people that they want to be and realize certain things. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's great to see people just like take control of their lives and have this moment of downtime to really just, you know, um, find themselves again. Right. Like that, that, it's beautiful to see, man. So even having this conversation with you, bro, I appreciate the conversation because I can mm-hmm. see how much you've changed. I can see how much, you know, you've kind of really been into yourself and just, you know, I'm yeah. very proud of the way you've been carrying yourself, bro. It's very admirable, you know what I'm saying? So I respect that a lot. Yeah, I no, I, I actually have to give you credit as well, man. You know, you're going out of your way to hear everybody's stories. You know, you're trying to make something of it and you're trying to promote, you know, be like healthy living and like, you know, healthy mindsets back out, right? You know, that's a, I think that is very admirable in its own way. Right. Thank you, man. No, I really appreciate that for sure, bro. It's all yeah. about conversation. It's all about highlighting, you know, people's struggles and highlighting people's successes and hoping that I can, in doing so, I can, you know, kind of help people relate to things and help people maybe potentially learn things, get out of a bad spot. You feel me? Mm-hmm. For sure, man. I, I think that's definitely something we need right now. So, 100%, yeah. man. Oh, man. All right, bro. I think that, you know, it's been a, it's been a good conversation, but we're gonna have to wrap it up now. Um, is there mm-hmm. any last words of wisdom, advice, anything that you want to like leave the viewers before we kind of just like dip out? I think you know what, if you're in a tough spot right now, all I can say is this, right? Always, uh, fuck. Okay, yo, can you uh, I'm gonna start this again, okay? Yeah. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is this, right? I think, and in these hard times. Something that we should always remember among the stuff, right? Is that just don't never forget that you are capable 
You are strong. You are able. There's nothing that can stop you if, as long as you have the willpower to get through something or to do it, right? Never forget that. I think that that is the same for every person. And I think that every person um, who wants to, you know, be successful, be happy. If you have that mindset saying, you know what, I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm not going to let anything get in the way. I have hope that you will be successful in whatever you endeavor to do. Right? That's what I like to say to all my folks out here. You know what? Don't worry, guys. There's light at the end of the tunnel.